Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? What's up? Welcome to the Pugilistic Linguistic Show. I am your host, Michael Foster, the voice of reason in an unreasonable world. And I come to you with the first of what I hope and pray to be a very prosperous 2017 for everyone listening, myself included. Uh, 2017 can't be any worse than 2016. So let's make it better collectively. Today I'm going to, well, actually I've been bouncing around a few topics in my head for today's show. Uh, I'm going to do a 2016 autopsy next week. Uh, Just general overview of what 16 looked like and what we should do with it. I'm always I'm also bouncing around uh you, you know I your man DJT 45 his appointments Capitol Hill's response to this dude Russia the whole deal that whole toxic stew I will approach in a future show. But before I get started with today's topic, remember we're on iTunes. Come out, check me out, Pugilistic Linguistics on iTunes. Press it out, send it to your friends, your neighbors, your Romans, your countrymen, all them. Come check me out, Pugilistic Linguistics. Let's make 2017 better than 2016. Tonight's topic, tonight's show... I titled America's Sickness. Now, understand, excuse me. Had to cough, excuse me. Understand something. America's sickness could actually go a few ways. Um, over the last few days, for me, personally, America's sickness reared its ugly head a few times. And there's a national story that falls right along in line with this. Similar, but kind of different. America's sickness. Before we get started, understand something. America is a very sick patient. She, for far too long, has let this illness fester. 
this illness has manifested itself in a multitude of ways from, you know, racism to, you know, I guess racism is the biggest one. But what I'm getting at is the prevalence of violence in American society. Violence is America's sickness. Today being Sunday, uh, Friday, I believe, Friday, good friend of mine lost a son. Relations of hers who are friends of mine lost nephews, brothers. Another incident of a black man taken too soon. It's it, it hits me hard just because 2016 I lost a few friends to the same type of thing, but this, an instance of another black man taken too soon, and what was his crime? His crime was just simply existing in a place where somebody else decided to do dirt. Getting a work, visiting family, step out of his ride, lose his life. For no other reason that he existed. America's sickness, same day, actually I think previous day, four black youths. Facebook Live themselves assaulting, beating, demeaning a white team, a white special needs team. Last night, again in the city of Wind, three people shot outside of a bowling center. And their only crime, as we see now, granted the, the the facts have not completely come out, but the only crime they committed was being at the bowling alley. An Iraqi war veteran opens fire in an in a Fort Lauderdale airport, killing five, wounding eight. America's sickness. Now, before you wrap yourself in the Second Amendment, this is not a gun control debate. I am not against weapons. I have no problem with the need to arm yourself. I feel in a responsible society, guns are allowable. So that's not what this is. America's sickness is not gun violence or guns themselves necessarily. The sickness that America is infested with 
is the lack of caring for others. Understand, this is deeper than it sounds. Take Chicago. Anybody that knows me knows I'm from the city of Shy, city of wind, the state of confusion. The thing about Chicago gun violence, the thing about Chicago violence, which is a hot-button topic, I think they topped more than 750 homicides last year, highest since the mid-'90s in the teeth of the crack epidemic. But the thing about uh, Chicago's gun violence and just violence in general, especially that type, there is a general senselessness to it. There are people out there who don't care about taking the life of another. The thing about it is people aren't born that way. There is something that happens to a person that makes them that way. Again, take Chicago. Uh, I don't know what the circumstances were outside of the bowling alley, but I'm sure it either stemmed from an argument inside or there was maybe a burglary attempt on the outside. But they both are rooted in the same thing. I'm going to take this person's life. The Facebook Live beating stemmed from – this wasn't a domestic dispute. This wasn't somebody that stole money from them. This is – these are people who did not care about taking this person's life. And to ramp up the callousness of it, they videotaped it. General disregard or disdain for your fellow man. My friend losing her son, her brother's uh, nephew on Friday, that had nothing to do with anything but I don't care about smoking this fool or whatever that came out to be, a general disregard for someone else. That is America's sickness. Now, the examples that I gave, along with the airport shooting, are on a micro level. In some cases, in many cases, it is the result of the macro approach. What do I mean by that? Again, I'm going to speak on Chicago because I have the most experience with them, but I'm positive this replicates all over the country. On the micro level, it is people not caring about their fellow person. It manifests itself with murders and uh, rapes and robberies or whatever. But the bottom line is somebody not caring about taking this other person's life. But on a macro level, it is the ones that we put into power only concern themselves with their own. I don't care about, as Rahm Emanuel, the man, I don't care about Englewood. They don't have enough power to make me care about them. 
So on a macro level, it is the people we put in power neglecting the citizens that put them there. On a micro level, as a result, we lose what makes us a community. I had a conversation with a lady at work about this one day, and she asked, because she knew I was from Chicago, she asked about the violence. Because, again, this is making national news, but only thing that's making national news are the numbers. Anybody that's there that lives it or used to live it can understand or, or can speak to the different reasons that things are the way that they are. I said to her, the reason why Chicago has turned into this seemingly lawless wasteland, it really isn't, but you let them, if you, if you, if you get your, your news from 6 o'clock news, then that's what you think. The reason why this resembles such lawlessness is because for far too often or far too long, the people that we put in power have neglected the areas that are now going up in smoke a general lack of caring, America's sickness, that meanness, that selfishness. You cannot neglect entire segments of the population for generations and then expect nothing to happen as a result. I read somewhere that the two most populous or two most uh, violent districts in the city of Chicago are that West Garfield Park area and Inglewood. One on the west side, Garfield Park, one on the south side, Inglewood, which happen to correspond to areas with not much going for it, standpoint of jobs and housing and drugs and see these are all these things are all related. America's sickness is its general disdain for its citizens. Again, you can't neglect generationally a group of people. Gang violence is big in Chicago. But think about it is what are gangs? What 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 contributes to the rise of gangs? Most gangs are in it for profit. There is a very, very small percentage of game bangers in the city of Shy who do it for the sheer pleasure of it. I'm sure there are some that exist that way. But most of them gang bang for profit. They bang for bucks. They bang for territory. They bang for prestige. And really the territory and the prestige basically brings more bucks. It's all about that dollar. It's that drug money. Drugs are the major contributor to a lot of the violence in that city. And these gangs that are increasingly splintered 
And that really is a a very important point. But these gangs that are increasingly splintered, they faction block to block. So if I live on 107th in Michigan and I got folk down the hill on 107th in Indiana and they're from a different faction of the same game, we warring and we're within 300 feet of each other at all times. A few weeks ago, 107th and Whitworth in the city, uh, there was a home invasion, and like I think like four or five people were killed. It was a drug house. They were trying to rob the drug house. So a lot of this stuff has roots in drugs and, and, and neglect and, and lack of jobs and lack of opportunities and poor schooling. I mean, this stuff is all intertwined with each other, but the bottom line is America does not care for its citizens. That is her sickness. But these increasingly splintered gangs are the reason for the spike in violence. When I was coming up, mid, late 80s, early 90s, and this is not a halcyon, you know, good old days type statement or, or speech. But when I was coming up mid eighties, uh, mid mid late eighties, early nineties, gangs had structure. And when I say structure, they had structure. You had a clear head. You had a clear top. You had lieutenants. You had. I mean, there was a structure to it. And the heads of these various gangs knew that violence was bad for business, wanton violence, random street violence. I'm not saying everything was guns; it was all rosy and things, because there were murders when I grew up. Don't get me wrong, but gangs generally knew that random street violence was bad for business. So they kept their subordinates in line. There were two major gangs growing up. Granted, each gang had factions, but they were basically ruled by the same heads. The increasing splintering of of that structure now has devolved to where different factions with different heads would fight each other block to block. Hence, the rise of random violence. Hence, the rise of the innocent bystander and the mistaken identity, because they're not concerned with finding out if this is really the dude I want. They're concerned with, let's get him and get gone. And then to further complicate matters, as another example of America not caring about the citizens, the people that we, well, not we, the people that are sworn to serve and to protect, sometimes are the biggest gangs out there. So as a citizen who just lives in place, you try to get up, go to work every morning, you want to keep your house nice. So ones who just live or try to live a decent life, they get it from both sides. 
And then the police go to bar Laquan McDonald. They get slapped on their hands, however that looks like. And then as a result, many of them withdraw from policing, lest they be accused of brutality, which emboldens the gangs even more. Round we go. America has a sickness. Now, how do we get out of it? Spend the better part of this message talking about what's wrong. How do we get out of it? Unfortunately, I don't have a simple answer for that. There is no simple answer. The answers that make sense to me, however, and again, I, I, I don't, this isn't that kumbaya, everybody join. I know there's some serious things going on in this country, but the thing about it is it's better to light a match than to curse the darkness. We must begin to make some inroads. Police officers need to become servants and protectors. For many of them, this is a job, but they need to become servants and protectors of the people they serve. We as citizens need to become better citizens. Inherently, you know who's doing the dirt. We don't trust the cops to tell them, though, so we allow them to do dirt. Or when someone gets arrested, like when these four, the Facebook four, I'm going to start calling them, the Facebook four, when they get a, get arrested, invariably some family member is going to come out and tell you how good of a boy this guy was. He ain't never hurt nobody. That enabling stuff is the reason why a lot of them get away with what they get away with. We enable them. I know this little Ray Ray, and I know you love him, but he got to go to jail. He got to go away for a while. Illegal guns on the streets. That's something I hadn't talked about, but it's been talked about ad nauseum. Illegal guns on the streets. Can't shoot somebody if you don't have a method to do so. And and all you assholes out there talking about what well, Chicago is a gun free zone and how come they have to shut up with that? Because you're trying to be slick, you're trying to be snarky about it. We know Chicago has gun laws. They also have laws against drinking under age 21, but that don't stop most of y'all from doing it. So please stop it. Gun laws are one thing. Access to illegal weapons are another. Ain't no foundries on 112th and Stewart. Coat manufacturing don't exist on 120th and Indiana. These guns ain't being made in the hood. Someone is funneling these weapons to the hands of these kids who are turning around and using them on each other and us. Stem the tide of illegal weapons. I used to wonder when I was growing up, 
because I I lived in a few places growing up that was that were near railroad tracks and freight train tracks. Freight trains used to come through all the time. I used to always wonder why one train would just sit for days, would move, just sit. And this isn't this isn't a, a rail yard I live next to. These were just regular tracks that went down the street or whatever. I always always wonder why these freight trains would just sit there. And as I grew up, as I got older and started hearing the stories of what went on, I kind of understood why these things were. Uh, matter of fact, the Chicago Tribune had a story a few months ago about uh, somebody broke into a freight train and stole crates of weapons. Train had been there for days. Crates of weapons. I find it really funny how you can ship crates of weapons in a freight train with a lock that can be busted by the average 15-year-old. Am I saying this is some grand conspiracy? I'm saying I don't know. It just really sounds funny how that always seems to happen. Again, I grew up 112th and Stewart. It's a freight train tracks right outside of my house. 121st in Indiana. Freight train tracks right down the street from my house. I mean, they were always, and there would be trains that would just sit there for days. Now that I know what these things could be transporting, might be the reason why a lot of these guns end up in Pookie and Ray Ray's hands. So stem the, stem the tide of illegal weapons. Real consequences for actions. There's no reason why you should be a five-time felon. There should be no reason. Shouldn't make it to four. I know I'm kind of hawkish on the, the, the results, the, the, the solutions. I mean, on a softer level, we need jobs in the hood. We need better education in the hood. We need an emphasis on education in the hood. Because there can be the best schools and the best jobs, but if you don't emphasize that in your home, it won't matter. America's sickness is addressed one person at a time, one household at a time, one family at a time. And it may come to pass that we have to demand people we put in power are not willing to give. That's a different animal. They are not going to willingly give up the power. Education is power. Knowledge is power. And knowledge does not always mean from a book. America is sick. She needs a Robitussin. Far too many of us, my generation and younger, are living short lives. And their only crime is the color of their skin and where they choose to stand. That is a perversion of this so-called American dream. America is sick. 
where you can walk into an airport and just shoot it up. America is sick. There is a sickness in the human heart that needs to be addressed. As I say most of the time, I might do a part two on this if I can come with something else to add. But just take from this, America is sick and it's up to us to make her well again. But in passing, in in closing, I should say, like I say every single week, take care of yourself because you all you got. And more than anything else, I realize that now we are all we have. So let's work together and make sure we get to where we need to be. But until later, until my 2016 postmortem next week, I will bid you adieu. Peace out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.